Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Works Podcast, brought to you by HR Daily Advisor. I'm your host, Josh Zygmunt, Content Director for Simplify Media. The HR Works Podcast provides clear, relevant, and actionable information on topics that matter to you, the HR professional. When you're armed with the best practices and strategies to attract, retain, and engage top talent and deliver exceptional service to your organization, HR just works. On today's episode, we're joined by Shira Ravid, HR Manager at Walmart Technology, the technology and business services organization within Walmart. Shira is an accomplished HR leader with over 13 years of global experience as an HR business partner and talent acquisition leader, working across diverse industries such as tech, pharma, and airlines. Throughout her career, Shira's expertise in navigating complex and multicultural environments has truly helped her impact the business she supports. In her current role, Shira oversees organizational changes, talent and performance management, and leadership excellence for several engineering and product groups at Walmart Technology. She also focuses on developing scalable systems and practices to support these efforts. Shira is a great person to speak to, to dig into all things technology, as well as talent and performance management and its impact on the HR community. So without further ado, let's welcome Shira. Shira, welcome to the HR Works Podcast. Hi, Josh. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. It's great to have you on. Again, thank you for joining, and I'm really excited to just share your story with our HR audience. So why don't we get started there and tell us a bit about yourself and take us through your career path, sharing what led you to pursuing a career in HR. Why HR? So um, it's, a, it's a great question. I, I always knew that I love to work with people, love to interact with people, getting inspired by other people throughout my childhood. I think one of my superpowers is building relationships, maintaining them. Um, So I I was certain that I'm going to work with people. Um, I thought I'm going to be a therapist, so I went and learned uh, psychology. And throughout my um, degree, I had a a course of industrial organization psychology, which was fascinating and showed me a world of people and business and how they connected together and how the business is driven by people. And at that point, I knew that um, I want to work in HR. So I started in recruiting. And then pretty quickly, after kind of two years, I started as an HR uh, specialist and then went through the path of HR business partner. And I have to say, never looked back doing that for kind of 12 years um, in different industries, different companies, different countries. I really enjoy being able to support people, employees throughout their whole work journey. So yeah, that's what led me to be in HR. I love that. And again, thank you for sharing how you found your passion in human resources. And again, it really starts with that passion for people. So the topic that we're here today to discuss, which is technology and technology's impact on HR. Again, we're having this conversation and dropping the episode as part of HR Technology Week on HR Daily Advisor. So let's start there. Where is technology making the greatest impact on human resources teams right now? So I think right now where we see the most impact is on uh, data analytics. The opportunity that we have to look at different segments of our population, learn about it, do different slices, and then kind of focus on specific area of the business, um, see what impacted what, what kind of correlations we can make, and then bring it back to the business, to the leaders, and speak their language by using data. Um, I think that allows us to take a seat at the table and to be able to impact these processes. So, you know, that is one aspect. I think the other aspect, um, and as you mentioned, I, I work at Walmart. So, uh, you know, one of the other aspects of technology is allowing us to scale. So 
at Walmart, we have 2.2 million employees. Wow. In Walmart Tech, we have 25,000 employees worldwide. So if you want to build a process, if you want to create any kind of messaging or doing any kind of changes, you have to use technology. Otherwise, you just cannot scale. So we have to use technology in order to drive our processes forward. So that gives us a lot of advantage. That's great. The scalability piece is so vital, and especially in this modern workforce where distribution is so common. We're seeing teams that are spread across many locations. And to your point with Walmart being such a large corporation, it would be impossible any other way but to embrace technology and really use that for scalability to manage such large teams. That's really interesting. Now, the one piece I really want to dig into with technology, how is technology impacting talent and performance management within organizations, especially as you're trying to develop up-and-coming employees and even identify those high-potential employees within organizations? I see that technology helps when we're thinking about um, talent management or even identifying and retaining high potential. If we look at the technology and the data that we can get from for example, if the organization will define like how many lines of code someone is putting in as someone that we are thinking of a high potential or the amount of success in hiring, for example, like the percentage of people that stayed with the organization after a year, that's that typically how we say like that success, a, a good hiring. Um, I, I think that what is really important is that definition of what is high potential. What do we think when we think about talent management? And it's going to be different probably between different organizations. I think that is something that technology cannot replace. We need people. We need people that understand the value, the mission, the culture in order to drive it. But once you define it, then if you use technology, use tools like Jira or others that can, uh, you know, can measure inputs, output tasks then you can also have a more measurable, you know, measurement. You can make sure that you're not discriminating because you're using data. I think this is where technology can help us to scale and can really help us to take it to the next level. Yeah, it's back to that point you made earlier about embracing technology and using the data to become more effective people leaders, but then more effectively identify just opportunities within your teams. L&D and upskilling and talent mobility has really been a driving topic in many conversations that I've had with with HR leaders and HR professionals like yourself. And it seems that technology is really making that possible. And, and again, back to that idea of scalability, it can be done at a much larger level now across organizations, which is a great opportunity when you're talking about advancement. Yeah, I think talent mobility is definitely one of the things that I know at Walmart, we are, you know, having some challenges because of the amount of people that we have. How do we you know, move them from one place to another so they can feel like Walmart Tech is their place of choice and they can grow. And we do use technology to create, for example, IDP individual development plan that call out into what are their aspirations and, you know, what are the things that they want to do. We try to scale it through technology because otherwise it's really hard to scale in that amount of people if you don't have any system that point out, for example, you're doing a project um, that is focused on AI. So if you could click and, you know, all the people that are interested or have background in AI will, will pull in, you can then have a choose and create that kind of internal mobility that will help the employees, but also will help the business to move forward. 
That's great. Yeah, looking at the IDP process, where have you seen the benefits and improvements really come out of technology? Is there something that that really sticks out as as something that maybe wasn't possible before technology really came into play? I think there's just the the ability to capture where the employee what they want to do, what they're good at, what is their aspiration, and also all their biography. It, it was just not possible to do it if you're not putting it in a system. Then you need to make sure that people use that system and pull that that information in order for actually for, for that to be successful. Again, at Walmart, we're working really heavily on making sure that we are focusing on doing a very quality IDP individual development plan so others in the organization can can use it and we can shift talent from one place to another. Well, and think about the employee feedback piece of it too. That's what stands out to me. Being able to understand where your employees want to go career-wise, sometimes that's a hard conversation to have directly or that's a conversation that just isn't being had. You can now automate some of that and that can be done through surveys, that can be done through making so much available to employees through automated processes that you can then react to and help, again, build an IDP out of that employee feedback. So there's just great back and forth that can get created through technology. So you're actually like giving a live example to what we had. We, we had an annual survey and throughout, you know, the technology that we have is kind of, um, and it's not a new technology, but it's kind of pulling themes um, from all the comments. So again, as you can imagine with 25 thousand people, it's hard to go over all the comments, but it, it actually like showed us themes. And one of the themes was about development. And that kind of drive us to, you know, to put more emphasis on, on the IDP. Um, I think that if we would do the survey in a, in a kind of classic manner of, you know, questions, and we would not have that analytics of that technology, we'll probably lose a lot of the feedback that we got. Absolutely. So Shira, looking at integrating technology into many of these vital HR processes, what are some of the key challenges that HR professionals need to be thinking about? So I think when when we are using technology, especially in HR, we need to consider a few things. A, we need to consider privacy and compliance and making sure that we are keeping, you know, our organization safe and our employees safe. And and it's not going to contradict anything that from value perspective or even legal perspective, we have problem with. The other thing, um, and I think this is more as we think about AI and machine learning, sometimes the inputs that come into into that create outputs that might be biased or might give the answers that is based on the same kind of database and are not inclusive. So we always need to make sure to monitor those systems and not to take it for granted because, you know, that system said and lastly, I think that the, the role of HR is to really be kind of the co-pilot or to really be, you know, hand in hand with the technology and monitoring it to make sure that we are not, you know, meeting those challenges and that we are giving the right definitions so we will get the right outputs. So that there won't be a situation where we're thinking we're measuring A, but at, at the end we're, we're measuring B. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Bringing the human element in is essential as well, especially using so many of the technology tools that have become available just to professionals, especially in the AI space. I mean, that's something we're seeing where there needs to be that human element to fact check, to make sure things are correct, to both ask the questions of AI, but then also on the back end, make sure what's coming out is accurate, is what you're looking for in terms of results. There needs to be that human element, and that really is essential in learning how to use the tools correctly. And just to add, we see, you know, even outside of HR, 
we see a lot of voices that are saying to hold on the, um, you know, the AI development, at least for now, we've seen that universities, you know, said that they are going to uh, take out uh, ChatGPT from, you know, their students and they won't accept it. We know that there is a petition that tech leaders signed on to hold on, on further AI development. Um, the ability of those systems can be, you know, very advanced and we need to understand you know, where we are going with that, um, especially in HR, but in general. Yeah, it seems like at times the ability almost is outpacing the understanding and really the the maintenance of the systems. And so there needs to be a bit of, of just regulation put into place that, that we're certainly looking at of like the right ways to use the tools. And that's probably the simplest way to break it down. And we're getting there, but it's a process. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. So speaking of processes and looking at technology, is there one process or job function that you wish more HR professionals would start automating into their workday? That's a really good question. And, and I feel it's like, what is my wish list? <laughs> Let's do it. I'd love to hear it. So definitely, at least for me, what I felt very painful, and I've seen this in a lot of organizations I worked, is all the uh, queries or questions that employee has about benefits, about kind of time off, about everything that kind of the, uh, the lengthy employee handbook is kind of capturing, and it's different between countries, and then it's different between states, and it's different if you have that kind of years of seniority and, and others. And currently, you know, we have people like me that need to answer those questions or benefit team that need to be very specialized. And I can see how easily technology, especially the very kind of new systems, can help with that and give a better service to our employees, educate us on what is on employees' kind of mind. What are the things that they are frequent questions about? What do they care about? So I think we can have a mutual kind of learning with automating some of those processes. Yeah, the self-service component is so vital right now, both in employee onboarding, but then for existing employees, quick self-service that then frees up, again, the, the limited time that HR professionals have to help workforces, that time can be put and committed to the processes that can't be helped with technology, right? It, it's freeing up that valuable time. And currently, again, I work in a few large companies, we have like bots or we have, you know, a website but if you're not asking the specific question, in some cases, the employees, they don't even know the technical terms of what they're asking when it comes to HR. And so they are getting in this loophole that give, gets them to different and different pages. And at the end, they're, they're not getting the answer or they are misinterpreting the answer, which then cause a lot of other problems. So I think it's a really big opportunity. Well, and I love that you touched on the data piece of it as well. And there's a lot you can learn even from those self-service tools to see what's getting the most traction, what's getting the most attention, where are employees getting stuck that you can then step in and address. And, and that really can teach a lot about what matters to employees and where your attention needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's great. So then looking at the other side, are there any roles for HR professionals where technology really shouldn't play a role where the human element needs to stay at the core? Well, I, I love this question because it's like really helping me to try to understand what is the essence of, of me and my colleagues kind of role at the end of the day, even after like 100 years where we will all be, you know, advanced, you know, I, I think that 
the one area that I feel like it's not going to be replaced with any tool is a function of coaching, consulting, brainstorming that me and my colleagues are doing with leaders, with, with employees. I think there is value even in the fact that you are sitting in front of someone, looking at his eye, um, seeing his posture, having a conversation, active listening, mutual conversation. I cannot see how that is actually translating even to the most advanced AI tool. I know that when pandemic started and we all moved to the screens, I felt that for me, having that piece online was challenging. And, and I know that today, you know, I'm doing it very often online and I feel good, but I don't think that taking it like a step further to have a machine replacing it, I, I don't think it's well, and that goes back to your core passion of people, right? That got you into human resources in the exactly. first place. So <laughs> that makes total sense. I'm so glad you mentioned about learning how to adapt post-pandemic and learning again how to do so many of those core functions within the HR scope post-pandemic. What's something you learned about yourself, though, post-pandemic that you feel has made you a better leader? Um, I think what I learned about myself post-pandemic is that I am pretty good at adapting to new environment more than, than I thought. You know, during the pandemic, I, I had my, my third kiddo, which brought us to a family of three kids and uh, two parents. <laughs> You're outnumbered. I outnumbered, yeah. We, I switched jobs. I moved and stayed to work mostly remotely. Um, and I was able to adapt to this, you know, pretty good. I, I learned how to shift my personal life into that kind of routine and schedule. And also my, um, my technical abilities. I, I was just mentioning in the previous question about the coaching element that I really love and is the core of, of what I'm doing and being able to translate it into the computer in a successful way and in a way that I know that I was able to create meaningful relationships with my leaders. You know, that for me was a, was a surprise. So I think the ability to adapt pretty quickly to new environment was something that I was successful at. And, and I was surprised with how much. Yeah, adaptability. That's a great one. One thing we would like to do as part of the podcast is share advice for our audience of HR professionals. So do you have any advice that you've leaned on throughout your career that you could pass along to our audience? something that's really been a, a guiding light for you throughout your career in human resources? Um, I'm debating between two. <laughs> Let's share them both. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for helping me. Um, two for one. Two for one, yeah. So I think the first thing that comes into my mind is, is actually what we're doing now, which is going outside of our comfort zone. So even, you know, being part of this podcast is the first podcast that I'm doing. I'm honored. <laughs> and it's really good experience, by the way. But I think part of the good experience is that I'm doing something that is different than anything that I've done in the past. I, I always try to challenge myself. I moved between different countries, between different kind of industries as part of not feeling so comfortable that you're kind of getting sucked into something that, you know, you're familiar I always try to think, and even now I'm kind of, you know, thinking, okay, what is my next thing? And I don't want it to be more of the same. So going outside of our comfort zone, I think professionally, you know, also personally, it's, it's super important. It's always scary. 
But once you do that, even if it's not successful, it just feels really good. And the other advice that I, that I, I actually received this from one of my HR executive leaders that I, I worked with and, and uh, before he left, you kind of, we were talking about how important it is to network, to network from people from your organization, but also from outside of your organization and to keep on that network, um, not just network for network sake, but as an opportunity to learn about new things, where other organizations are at, what other people are doing, what is going on in the world. It's so easy to be just like focused on what's going on in your kind of small box and not looking around. Um, And I have in the last couple of months actively started to network and I I found it very energetic. I I feel like a little girl. I'm very curious before all my meetings and I and I want to learn, you know, hear and and share and I found it very fruitful. So, networking. Well, those are great. And thank you for sharing both. Uh, again, yeah, the networking piece is so crucial and and I love that you said the learning component of it too. You really can learn so much from people who are even outside of your direct industry, your your direct scope of work and just learn again from those networks that you build and using technology to do it, which again is, is what we're here today to talk about. So that's a great way to tie things up. So again, we're here with Shira Ravid, HR manager at Walmart Technology. Now Shira, we do wrap up with one final question and it's all around motivation. So you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor. What's the one thing that gets you motivated to start your day? So what motivates me? So first, um, when I wake up, it's typically after my baby son screams, calling me. So I need to get up. But then after picking him up, uh, I think what motivates me is just being with my kids and knowing that I'm giving them a, a good role model of uh, a mother that, you know, spent time with them and also being able to work and do meaningful things for myself. And, you know, I, I think that combination, that's it. Perfect. That was a great response. Uh, Great answer. And again, great motivator. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing your time with us as well. So again, Shira Rabid, HR manager at Walmart Technology. It was a real pleasure speaking with you, having you as a guest in the HR Works podcast. Certainly would love to have you back again and keep the conversation going. But until next time, thanks, Shira. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the HR Works Podcast. Be sure to check out our new episodes every Tuesday. Follow us on all major streaming platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Audible.